0: Hi friends, and welcome to the Virtue Podcast. My name is Leah Case, and I want to share a simple method for reading the Bible that lets you explore Scripture at your own pace and in a way that you'll remember and know how to live it out in your life. But everything I say and what I want you to really think about as you listen can be summed up in one question. When you read the Bible, do you approach it to learn something? Or do you expect to encounter someone? You know, every time we read with the desire to listen and learn, God's Spirit is right there to teach us. But the Bible is not just any book. And this is so much more than a method of reading. This isn't about consuming information. It's about being actively engaged in conversation with our Creator. I love the way Proverbs eight thirty four pictures it. Happy is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at my doorway. For the one who finds me finds life. She obtains favor from the Lord. And you know, you don't have to be an expert to study the Bible this way. You already have what it takes. God has hardwired us to learn this way. Think about it. When something matters to us, we're naturally curious and want to learn more about it. So we ask questions, and we think, and we watch. And it helps to see how it's done. So we'll get to that in a minute. But let's keep the who in front of the how. Listen to Isaiah forty-eight seventeen: I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is good and leads you along the paths you should follow. God doesn't just point out the path. He walks us through it. He doesn't just leave us to stumble around in the dark. God's Spirit is our teacher, and His Word is the lamp that lights our path. And when we get off track, and sometimes we do, He will call us back saying, This is the way. Turn around and walk here. That's Isaiah 30, 21. So when you open the Bible to read, Pray like Psalm 119 says, Lord, open my eyes to see the wonderful things in your word and give me understanding. If you were to ask someone what their favorite verse is, there's a good chance they'll say Jeremiah 29, 11, right? For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a future and a hope. But verses 12 and 13 is where that promise really gets practical. You will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me. When you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So, I want you to consider this three-step method as your invitation to open this book and savor your daily, personal conversation with Jesus. So how does it work? Well, if you're new at this, it's a good idea to start with a fairly short section of Scripture, and I'll give you some suggestions for that at the end. But for our chat, we'll look at Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. And if it's easy for you to look it up and read along while you listen, go ahead and do that. So step one, what does it say? So I like to use a notebook and to write out the passage and then I circle and underline words and I scribble my notes all around it, and so for me, step one ends up looking like a diagram. Some people call this verse mapping or journaling. You might like to use colored pens and symbols and turn this into a work of art, which is all so, so pretty and totally okay as long as you don't get distracted and start focusing more on your artwork than your heart work. Because here's the non-negotiable rule about step one. You're not just gathering information. You are actively listening, engaged in conversation with God's Word. So we all know what it's like to talk to someone who's distracted or maybe just half-listening. You know, you say something and they're like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, but they're not tracking with you at all. So often, we are that person, right? Or we interrupt and start talking over someone else in order to get in what we want to say. Maybe you've heard this quote before. It's so true. Most people do not listen with the intent to understand. They listen with the intent to reply. So, the rule in step one is listen more, speak less. Now, on the other hand, think about a conversation when someone has been making eye contact with you and they're listening intently. You can pick up on facial expressions and tone of voice and read body language and ask questions at the appropriate time. You've got their full attention. And they've got yours. Don't you come away feeling heard? And the bond between you and that person, well, it's just grown that much closer. So when we think about Bible reading as a conversation with the Lord through His Word, how are we listening? Are we thinking, oh, I know this story, so I'm just gonna skip over this part? Or maybe you think, ah, I know already what you're gonna say, so let's just change the subject. Hmm, when we do that, we're going to miss out on what God wants to say to us. So let's look at Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. Okay, so in this step, what you're going to do, you start by just you know circling the verbs and the nouns and the adjectives and what they tell you. Take time to notice any word or phrase that is repeated, and maybe there's a thought or an idea that's compared to something else. So while you're reading, think about what it says, and then write down what stands out to you. Now here's an example of some things that you can notice in this passage, and I found these simply by going through a dictionary. So trust, what does that mean? Trust expresses confidence in knowing that you can rely on God." that phrase, all your heart, well, that refers to every part of our inner nature, our intellect, emotion, character, our spirit. And do not lean, well, that conveys the idea of resting all your weight on something, but then it collapses. What a picture of what our own understanding can do. And it says, in all your ways. That's our pattern of life. And it says acknowledge, which we know it means being mindful, but mindful of what? Mindful of who God is and His presence with us, but it also means mindful that He is our Creator and He is Almighty God, so giving our full allegiance to Him. Make straight your path. Well, that is an image of having a clear sense of direction. And I also saw a connection between two phrases there— All your heart, which we know is who we are on the inside, and all your ways, which is who we are on the outside. So we'll talk about that in a minute. But this is just a simple exercise to listen and really think about what you're reading. Now to step two. This is where you say, okay, what does this mean? Well, the Bible is filled with timeless truth that forms the foundation of what we believe, And it guides the way we relate to God and others. Let me say that again. The Bible is filled with timeless truth that forms the foundation of what we believe and guides the way we relate to God and to others. So in step two, it's a good time to ask questions like, Okay, what does this say about God? Does it say anything about His works or His will, His character? What pleases or displeases him? You might also ask, "Okay, is there a command to obey? Is there a warning to heed or a promise? You might also notice what this says about people. Is there an example to follow or avoid? How does this relate to life or the culture that I live in? Basic questions like these prompt us to understand what the writer is saying and to keep it in context. So you write down one or two takeaway points. We often call those a spiritual lesson. It might point you toward a goal or a habit to develop or break, or it might simply be a clearer sense of who God is and what He's teaching you. Try to keep it brief and easy to recall. It should be clear enough that you can say, I understand and I know how I should respond. And while you're at it, don't worry about trying to make it profound or be Instagram quotable, okay? Just write it down. So here's a few examples of spiritual lesson. One could be trusting God helps us to make wise decisions. Another lesson, well we we don't have to figure out life on our own. And then today while I was looking at that connection between those phrases all your heart and all your ways, another lesson came to my mind. Who I am on the inside shows up in how I live on the outside. Ooh, okay, yeah, I'm going to be thinking about that. Now you move on to step three, and this is how does this apply to me? Listen, applying what we learn isn't the last step. It's the next step in growing our faith. James tells us that if we hear the word and do nothing— Well, that's like looking at our face in a mirror, walking away and forgetting what we saw. This is where we think through the lesson and what it shows us. Think about that. Put it in the form of a question to ask yourself and how you'll respond. For example, as I think through this conversation with God over Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and knowing what I know about Him, it compels me To examine what I know about myself, too. And this is right where God wants us to be open and honest with Him. And friends, this is where the growth happens. So, how does this apply to me? Two questions come to mind. One Do I trust God even when I can't see what's next? Well, 50 years of walking with Him has given me firsthand knowledge of His perfect track record. But that question still comes up every time I find myself facing a new unknown. Do I trust God, even when I can't see what's next? And a second question, and this one goes with my takeaway lesson that was, who I am on the inside shows up in how I live on the outside. So my question here, have I already made up my mind to listen and obey God no matter what? Yeah, sometimes that's hard, isn't it? But that's a question that is best settled before the pressure is on. I keep an old quote from a preacher that says it best. When the will is surrendered, the battle's over. And just like the song I was taught as a kid, I have decided to follow Jesus, no turning back. Though none go with me, still I will follow no turning back. Have I already made up my mind to listen and obey God no matter what? Okay, let me tell you, reading the Bible this way will feed your soul, and it will keep you coming back for more, and it's the best way to learn. And what we learn and experience, well, that's meant to be shared. One of the highlight reels of my summer has been doing this three-step method with a few friends, and each time we meet, we have a set topic, and a scripture passage to anchor our discussion. The week we looked at Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, we talked about making decisions and how to discern God's leading. One week we went through Romans 12, 1, and 2 and talked about self-image and comparisons and how to live as godly women in our culture. Another week we read Galatians 5, 22, and 23 and talked about spiritual fruit and how God gifts us to flourish, and how we can bless others wherever we are. So first, we would take a week to dig into the Scripture on our own with this three-step method, and then when we would get together, we'd just sit around the table and share our insights—a simple takeaway lesson, how it applies, and how we'll respond and we would usually end our evening about the same way, saying, Okay, in light of what we've read and learned, oh, what will you do differently? And what will you continue to do the same? And then we pray together. So that's the three-step method in a nutshell, and I hope you'll give it a try. A good place to start is with 2 Timothy 3, 16, and 17, which actually explains why knowing Scripture matters. Or read Psalm 23 this way. Or how about the parable of the sower and seed in Matthew 13? Really, use this method anytime you read the Bible, in your own daily devotions, or gather some friends and do it together. I promise you that reading the Bible this way will teach you so much. It'll grow your faith, and it will keep you looking up. Eyes on Jesus. And you'll find yourself agreeing with what Paul said in Philippians 3. All the things I value, they don't matter apart from Christ. Everything else is worthless compared to the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. So girls, open your Bible and come expecting encounter with Jesus, the lover of your soul. And remember God's promise. You will seek me and find me. When you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. God bless you.